Easter already? Yep, Easter is coming up, and Easter is really the most important service of the year for your church. More people attend church on this weekend than any other, and non-believers are more open to attending with their family and friends. So we're going to talk about five things to help your church for Easter, coming up next on the Church Solutions Podcast. It's the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by StreamingChurch.tv. The Church Solutions Podcast is all about helping you and your church with technology and other encouraging ideas for ministry. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Church Solutions Podcast. And my name is Phil Thompson. And I'm Michael Gray. Michael Gray is here. Michael, did you get, did you get your solar panels on your uh, roof? Did they get- I did. Now we're just waiting for the electric company to come and uh, put in the uh, monitoring equipment and yeah. flip the switch. All right. Well, good. When, when do you think that's going to happen? Anytime soon? No idea. Okay. <laughs> no idea. I asked and they said, eventually. <laughs> eventually. All we'll right. get to you when we get to you. That's right. All right. Well, uh, so this is episode number 376. And uh, Steve Lacey is not here today. Michael Gray, of course, is with us. And uh, so Easter is coming up. Uh, Easter is here already. And uh, I thought what we would talk a little bit about today is getting your church ready for Easter. So uh, if you're following, if you're keeping score at home, uh, we have this on our blog, blog.streamingchurch.tv five things to help your church for Easter. And then we will probably slip in, depending on time, we'll also slip into streaming video a little bit, uh, some things you can do for your streaming video. We've, we've posted this numerous times and done podcasts, but we have what we call the 10 commandments of streaming video. And that's on our blog as well. But we thought we would maybe touch on some of those today as well uh, in the next 29 minutes or so. So Let's get into this. Michael is very familiar with getting ready for Easter. He has been involved yes. in church work. That's always fun. Uh, I don't know about you, but when I was uh, pastoring and stuff, we we always set Easter uh, as as kind of like the date to to whatever we were doing a month or two or maybe longer ahead of time. We always kind of set that as our goal date. You know, we want to have this painted by Easter. We want to have this new thing put in by Easter. You know, we had goals and we always kind of made Easter like we we got to have this all done by Easter, you know, tech equipment and all that stuff. So I don't know if, you, if you're familiar with that or you have done that as well, but uh, that's kind of what we used to use at our church. And so uh, let's talk about Easter. Easter, uh, in case you uh, are just listening to this, uh, we're, it's in March, right? We're in March, but Easter is April 9th and it's here upon us already. And I don't have to tell anybody. Uh, that's listening, I'm sure, but I'll say it anyhow, that that more people will attend church Easter weekend than any other, at least close. Uh, Christmas is is involved there with that as well. So Christmas, Easter, those two dates are usually where you'll have a pretty good turnout for yep. your church, right? Yep. And in some circumstances, we call those creasters. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's folks that come to church at Christmas and Easter. That's right. That's right. Now you're now you're letting people in on the uh, 
our, our terminology here that is, uh, <laughs> that is sacred to only a few of us. All right. But uh, yeah, yeah. And, and you'll have non-believers come too. So you will have non-believers attending with their family and friends sure. uh, yeah. and different people coming along. And even though we're kind of coming out of COVID, more people are starting to come back to church. Yep. And so what we talk about, what we thought we would talk about are, are at least five things and maybe get into streaming. So let's just jump into it. Here are five things that you can do to help your church be more prepared for Easter. Number one, look, and hopefully you've been already doing this, but if you haven't, now's a good time to start. Look for new volunteers. Uh, I don't know about you, Mike, but when we talk, we, you know, we, we're a company that did a streaming video, but we talked to a lot of pastors and people, uh, and, and the biggest issue is volunteers. Uh, and volunteers are the lifeblood of the organization. But I, I want to suggest here that if you uh, are, are asking for volunteers for Easter, that you, if you, uh, how can I say this? Asking them to make a short-term commitment is a good start to getting people involved, right? Yeah. Because if it's only short-term, they're more apt to say, yeah, I'll help out. Uh, yeah. If you're signing up for five years, they might not want to do that. <laughs> yeah, back, back, yeah. Or they feel like they have to leave the church to get out of their volunteer obligation. That's a good point. Uh, we used to, because of that, we used to always <laughs> do short term. Everybody starts and we do 90 days and then we're going to get together and say, hey, is this working for you? Or uh, maybe there's something that would fit you better or whatever that may be. But it's a it's a great time for people to try things and uh you know, try it. You might like it. You might fall in love with it. Uh, you might hate it and then find something else. Uh, I, I think it's a sound strategy for volunteers year round, but especially at that peak time of Easter. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's just a great, that's a, a great way to, as you just said, to get people involved. And, you know, it's not for everybody. At least certain parts aren't for everybody. I think everybody should volunteer to some degree. But I think uh, finding your place in the church is, is a good thing. And uh, if you just ask people for a short-term short -term commitment, uh, you'll, you'll be more apt to get some help. And so yeah. uh, Easter's coming. Lots of people will be coming in the door. And so there's lots of opportunities for greeters, for people even just showing people around. Where's the bathroom? Where's the kids' ministry? You know, where's the sanctuary, uh, parking lot attendants, uh, you, you name it. Not, not to mention the things that we talk a lot about, and that's tech help and uh, you know, inside the actual sanctuary or the worship center, whatever you call it. So uh, look for new volunteers and, and short-term commitment uh, is a real key to doing that. All right. So let's talk a little bit about what else you can do to help your church be more prepared. Uh, one of those things would certainly be in the area of uh, inviting Did an angel get its wings <laughs> it sounds like it's my wife calling but we're not going to tell okay uh so we have um we inviting friends and family you can do this number of ways but but first of all i always encourage people to tell people to invite their friends and family so just don't <laughs> assume it that, oh, it's yeah. Easter, you're going to invite your friends and family. So I always encourage people when I was on the pulpit and and, and whatever we did is is we all, you always encourage your people, hey, guys, Easter's coming up soon. Uh, be sure and invite your friends and family. And and in, in your area of Michael, there's lots of ways you can do this, right? You can do this with social media. Sure. Uh, 
you can do this sure. lots of different ways. Uh, expound no, on I that think the, the bigger umbrella that I learned was you have to create a culture of askers. And, and, and that means you have to have uh, a sermon uh, strategically placed multiple times a year to create a culture of asking people to come to church. Because what people don't understand is that a large percentage of people would would come to church if they were asked. If you look up the data on it, it's actually shocking how many people would come to church if someone asked them. So we provided um, uh, we provided a, a physical invitation that you could say, "Hey, here, here's the information. I'd love you to be my guest uh, this Easter." Uh, and then we did the same thing digitally. Here, here's an invite. Hey, everybody, here's the invite. You know, hit share, share it with your friends on whatever social platform you use and uh, ask every, ask them to be your guest. Uh, they're, they're your some some of your closest friends and sometimes not so close friends, distant friends on social media. But there's an opportunity there. And if you have a church online, then you double down and say, hey, if you're out in the middle of nowhere in a state and we're not close anymore, here's the link to watch this online and join me and say, hey. Yeah. And, and physical, you, know, you mentioned physical invitation. So uh, what, what we used to do is we actually would print up little, they, they were really the size of business cards is what we used to do. And so the business card, you know, that size that you could hand people and say, Hey, here's the, here's the website. Yeah. Here's yeah. obviously the service times, the, you know, those kind of things, nicely done business yeah. card uh, that you can give out to people. And, and it, uh, if you do a marketing strategy, you want to have multiple layers. Uh, I come from the corporate marketing world. So you need seven to 11 impressions for somebody to see your content and then uh, decide to make a decision, in this case, to come to your church on Easter. So what you want to do, and we used to tell our folks, hey, we're going to do this side of things. We're going to send out mailers. Uh, We're going to do some Google ads. We're going to do some Facebook ads, and we're going to, digitally invite people so that I've already seen this once or twice or three times. And it's when you say, Hey, won't you be my guest this Christmas? And people will walk with confidence if they know, Hey, Phil's asking me to go to church. I saw three ads for that thing. I guess I really should go to church this Easter. That's a really good strategy. Absolutely. And it's, it's, it's a strategy you can use other times of the year too, but especially Easter, certainly so. So yeah, so invite people, you never know. Uh, and I think, you know, you're talking seven to 11 times before somebody makes a decision about a product, but that's actually the same stat that I've heard in evangelism, that people yeah. neither hear the message of God's love, uh, the, the gospel, uh, roughly around seven times or more before they actually make a decision. So Sometimes, and sometimes it's <laughs> first time, boom. Uh, so, but you don't know if you don't ask. Yeah, so ask. So ask. You have not because you ask not. So, all right. So, sorry. so look for new volunteers as you get ready for Easter. Invite friends and family. Don't just assume people are going to do it. Uh, give them some tools to do it. Uh, mention it from the pulpit as much as you can. 
And, uh, and again, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're only a couple of weeks away from Easter here, maybe three, I guess, but uh, at the time of this recording, but you can post things on social media, you know, asking people and all that stuff, even QR codes, right? QR, you could do a QR code and put that yeah. in social media. QR codes were kind of like going away, but then when COVID hit, <laughs> QR codes all of a sudden became pretty popular, especially in restaurants. Ironically, it was, yeah, almost a dead tech that suddenly... Yeah. Hey, guess what? There's this thing called a QR code. Yeah, it's about 10 years old, but now it'll work. It works now. People want it. All right. So uh, another point here that we're talking about getting ready for Easter is have a follow-up plan. Have a follow-up plan. And again, this is in your wheelhouse too, right, Michael? I mean... Yeah, man, I lived in that lane for a long time. And and there's like two phases of the follow-up plan. Uh, Every guest that comes to church was getting some kind of free gift to walk out with to, to remember, hey, uh, you know, those folks were nice and they gave me a coffee cup or whatever, yeah. something as a giveaway. But the bigger follow up piece was we had some kind of big event following Easter to get people to come back because we found we got pretty good at getting people to come to Easter, but we were really lousy about getting them to come back again. And that's what we're after is we want people to get connected and and have a chance to hear what God has for them. But we got to get them to stick around in order to do that. So we would do a big party, big celebration, big family event with jumping castles and uh, hamburgers and hot dogs and and a grand old time to get follow up. Hey, come to our event. And so we are announcing that on Easter and saying, you're not going to want to miss this. It's a great family event. And then, um, uh, as well as the digital follow-up, uh, like follow-up in our online service uh, uh, tools. Uh, it's an automated email system that says, hey, I'm so glad you were our guest. You can write that out in any way you want. I'm glad you were here. Text message, uh, uh, snail mail actually works pretty good in this context. I'm glad you were in church. Here, here's, a, here's a Starbucks coffee card. Uh, on us i'm glad you came to church and and here's what's coming next you don't want to mess this miss this big event yeah 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 uh, <clears throat> you should have written this blog you're doing a much better job than i <laughs> uh, but sorry yeah, dude well, you uh, know, you're just hitting on my lane a little bit we'll give you one more thing to do but uh the uh, uh also having a message series is always a good thing too which you could even start the message yeah. series on easter yeah. And say, hey, we're, we're going to continue yeah. to talk about this topic, whatever it might be, and uh, encourage people to come, come yep. back. Yeah, definitely. Have a follow up plan. And we kind of hit on this with my. Oh, sorry. No, go, go ahead. Go, go ahead. ahead. Go. Well, I was just saying, you put all this uh, effort we just, into this, right? We, we got a delay here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you put all this effort yeah. in getting church, getting ready for Easter, and then there's no follow up plan. I mean, yeah. you know, it's. Yeah, yeah. Then you did you succeed in what you really hoped for, which was get people connected, not to show up once, but get them connected to somebody or get them connected to you as the church. Um, we did a we did a, a, a podcast about micro content um, and just that those small snippets of content, and you want to tease. I mean, even pastor would, he'd do a short video to play during the sermon to say, you're not going to miss, want to miss next week. 
the, the, the part two of this, I'm going to talk about this. And it's something that people are very interested in or intrigued by to get them to come back in the door and uh, hear what's next in this great story that you're telling. Them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Part of the follow-up plan. Very important to have. All right, so let's move on here. Um, and the other point here, for the fourth point we've got here is make sure... <laughs> Make sure your tech team is ready. Yes. <laughs> There's nothing more embarrassing <laughs> than to have technical yes. issues in front of a bunch of strangers. I mean, you have new people yes. coming to your church, right? And they have high yes. expectations because you've done a good job, you know, promoting. So now you got people in the door and now you got a problem. You got equipment failure or software was creating some kind of a problem. And, uh, oh, you know, I've been there. We've been there. We've seen it happen. Listen, if I invited somebody to come as my guest for Easter and the wheels come off your technology bus, there's a good chance I'm not going to invite somebody to come for for anything again because you broke my trust and had a really less than awesome experience when my guest came to your service. Yes, yeah. Uh, in a moment, we can, if we have time, we'll we'll go through the Ten Commandments of streaming video, uh, which kind of falls into this category. Um, I do remember this, and you probably remember this too very well. When I had come back here from Kansas, uh, I was overseeing that Twin Peaks campus, and uh, mm-hmm. we had we had a, a guy doing our worship. Uh, uh, his I, I won't say his name. His, his initials are Ezra, but uh, oh, sorry, I made a mistake there. Uh, but Ezra and was it Ezra and was it uh, was it Jeff Love's daughter? Did they go off to they went they we had multiple services right, and so they yeah. went off somewhere to see somebody else's service, yeah. And they got caught in traffic, trying yeah. to get back a wreck, trying to, to get back to to the thing. And so you know the service is going to start here, and he's my you worship don't have leader. Musicians, he's not pianist there. and worship leader gone. <laughs> not there and uh okay uh so we, we had, love uh, them though we love them very uh, much yes we we love ezra if you're listening which i'm sure he's not but but if he is we love you but uh that was kind of funny i mean it's funny now it, was. it wasn't funny at the time it, and it's we funny put, to laugh now in the moment you're you're probably had steam coming out your ear <laughs> well, i was trying to figure out you know i used to do music but what i wasn't I ready i wasn't ready to do music <laughs> and i looked at this kid this skinny kid on stage who happens to be related to steve lacy uh, his name's Chad. And uh, Chad, I said, Chad, you're leading worship. And he goes, what? I am? And he was <laughs> he was, he was already up there, but he wasn't prepared to leave. But he did. He, he got through the first. He got through it. He, I think he, yep. a couple songs. And then I think Ezra, I don't remember now. But anyhow, so make sure your tech team is ready and your musicians <laughs> and everybody else. And make sure everybody gets there early so you don't have any issues. But uh, yeah. But yeah, it's just that. Uh, it's, goofy stuff that happens but all right uh we'll move on before we get to the streaming part uh here's another no-brainer uh additional parking we're talking about getting your church ready for, for yep. easter make sure you have additional parking and I, I don't know who how this applies because we have all sorts of different sizes and shapes of churches that are part of our email list here and i'm sure people listening uh, you may be a part of a large church you may be part of a small church but uh, more people equal more cars and, mm-hmm. uh, and so you want to be prepared for that you want to be prepared it, it could be it could be maybe just getting some parking lot attendants to help people park it, it you know as volunteers it might be 
uh, parking in a different lot. I know back in Kansas, we used to, we, there, we had a, there was a different piece of property right down the street that we parked a lot of cars in. And then we shuttled people. I think we used my Ford excursion. We shuttled people back and forth so that the, you know, cause we just didn't have parking. We, we ran out of parking. And so make sure you're prepared because, you know, especially now that we're out of COVID or at least coming out of COVID, depending on your perspective, uh, you're probably going to have more people and you might be surprised. So parking, very important. Uh, very very important. important to keep that in mind. It's nothing more of a, I, I don't know about you, but when I go somewhere and, and there's no parking, I turn around and I leave. <laughs> well, listen, <laughs> like, you know, I used to, I used to tell people all the time as a guest, you're really freaked out going to a new place where you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know how long the service is going to be. You don't know what kind of service they're going to have. You, you don't know the right time to stand up or sit down or whatever. And you're so embarrassed and you're praying that they don't call you out as a guest That's right. <laughs> and really embarrass you. Yeah. And so all of that anxiety is there. And, and what we have to do is remove it. We, we, we have to do, it's one of the reasons, honestly, Phil, it's the reason we came up with that free sermon video uh, for, for Church Online. Uh, that I was like, man, I want to be able to tell people, here's what's going to happen. Here's how long the service is. Here's how the tools work. And I, we just kind of stripped away all of those things that yeah. really kept them from relaxing and hearing and experiencing uh, the, yeah. the the services, uh, and whether it be online or in the live experience, if you do that, you will make amazing strides and getting people to really be comfortable and enjoy your worship experience and your service experience, sermon experience, the whole thing. Yeah, yeah it's it, that's so important. And you know, it's just putting your, yourself in the shoes of, of somebody that somebody else is somebody that may not be coming to your church at all, or may not come much. Uh, there was a term years ago called seeker sensitive, and it got kind yeah. of a bad rap with some people, but the truth is you want to be at least sensitive to people coming in the door. You know, I mean, right. just, just do your best to, as you just right. said, to try to reduce yeah. the anxiety, right? Yeah. You don't, you don't have to be exclusive in one or the other. You have to be both. Yeah. You have to create a great experience for your everyday guest. But you have to make the experience yeah. for a new guest. I, I call everybody a guest. Every weekend, everyone is a guest, whether you've been here a thousand times or it's your first time. So yeah. when I create that experience so that the new person knows what to expect and the person that's been around forever trusts us then to create a great experience that they're going to be able to worship and and receive a sermon a message and really have a great experience yeah that's so important remove the barriers and stuff to, to, from people so all right so those are five things very quickly we'll cover a little bit here on the 10 what we, we we've written about this for years now and talked about it but we'll cover very quickly when it comes to the tech area especially streaming video because that's what we do here uh, there's there's what we call the Ten Commandments of streaming video. So we'll see how far we get on this. But getting back uh -huh. to the tech thing, we'll see if you can buzz through, man. Go fast. Well, we'll see. You know, the <laughs> first one I, I call this a no brainer, but it's but it's so important. People don't do it, and that is always test, always yeah. test. 
and test ahead so, of time. So how many how many times, Phil, did you add new equipment because you're prepping for Easter and it didn't get tested, yep. test thoroughly tested to where you know you had a failure? Right. Yeah. So it's so important to test your equipment, your video, your audio, your cameras, all your devices. Uh, we were just talking to somebody the other day about software upgrading and, you know, don't uh, make sure you boot the computer up earlier in the week. So if there's any upgrades that, that Microsoft or somebody's trying to force on you, uh, uh-huh. you, know, you get it done before Sunday morning. Uh, and make sure, your, yeah, make sure your software still works after you've done that update. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So always test. It's just, if you just get in a routine of doing this, you know, especially mm-hmm. for Easter, but but every time you, you get in a routine, then it just becomes easier. Always test. The second one is meet, greet, and pray with attendees. Now, we were talking specifically about online when we wrote yeah. this, and I, and I think sure. it's true. You know, I mean, if you have an interactive platform, we provide streamingchurch.tv provides a chat, video chat platform, uh, you know, greet them, meet them digitally offer to pray with people we have private prayer most of uh, some of the well i shouldn't say everybody but most platforms have something where you can do private messaging uh meet greet and pray with people uh, mm-hmm. you caught you touched on the third point here follow up follow up yeah follow up so follow up in person but follow up digitally so if somebody's watching yeah, your yeah. live stream uh you know if you if you're able to get their email address if you're able to get some kind of contact information, follow up on them. And as you alluded to earlier, Michael, uh, we have an automated follow-up system that people can use yep. with our with our company yep. uh, that can help ease the burden on that. Uh, yep. so follow-up is very important, uh, even on online stuff. And then uh, I'm just going to roll on here, right? So Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, number four, though, I think is my number one pet peeve for streaming. All right. We'll introduce it. What's number four? On our <laughs> Make streaming video easy to find. <laughs> Do not hide it in your website to where somebody has to be a sleuth to find your streaming page. Yeah. yeah. Again, ease of access. If you know it, think of your building. If your building, if you somehow camouflaged your building to where nobody could ever drive up and find it. Well, no, you wouldn't do that, but you do it with a website all the time. Yeah, we find this, you know, because we work with people in so many churches, we do find this very common. It's like, okay, somebody's having a problem with their streaming video. All right, well, let's look and see what we can see. Wait, where's it at? Where's I, where is it? I can't <laughs> find it. Where's the? I, w- uh, I would like to attend your church. I can't find your link. Yeah, you know, so uh, really make it, you can make it obvious, just make it real obvious. You can hyperlink an image, uh, just make it so that people can easily find it. Uh, that will certainly help your at- online attendance and uh, just makes it easier to find. And so with Easter, you know, Easter is coming here and, and people, even if they don't come to your facility, uh, they might get a notion, of, oh, I'm going to go online. It's Easter. Let's see what's online here. There's a church close to me. They have online streaming, it looks like. Let's yep. watch. And uh, it, it creates windows into your church. So great opportunity. But if people can't find it, they can't find the link. <laughs> uh, it's not going to go very well. So make your streaming video easy to find. Uh, the fifth one kind of goes to uh, the fifth one here is address your online community. This will, this works both ways, not just for the people that are monitoring your, your video chat. We call them web hosts or church online hosts. But even the guy, even the pastor that's standing on the mm-hmm. platform, yeah. 
address the people, you, you usually will welcome people in the facility, right? You'll say, hey, thanks yeah. for coming today. We're glad you're here. Make sure you address the people watching online because the camera's on you. Yeah. They're looking at you. So address them, recognize them. And it's very uh, easy to say welcome if you're here live or you're online live or you're even mm -hmm. watching a recording. Welcome to, yeah. you know, fill in your blank church. Yeah, yeah. Very easy to do and really makes people feel at home watching online. Uh, we'll just roll. Well, we got a couple minutes. We'll roll through a couple more of these. Uh, equip your members to invite friends. We kind of we kind of talked about that when it came to mm -hmm. inviting people. Uh, but here's a stat that uh, I found interesting. 80% of all first time attendees come to church because somebody invited them. Yeah. So uh, invite them and invite them online too. Uh, you know, we were talking about inviting them to come to the facility earlier, but invite them online. Uh, social media is a great place to do that as well as other places as well. So uh, I'm just going to roll through some of these, Michael, if anything. Okay. Yeah. yeah. At you. Um, we've talked about using social media and here's, here's something that pastors will appreciate. Uh, make your online giving easy to find as well. Mm -hmm. So, uh, look, we're mm -hmm. not about money. You know, everybody, most pastors I know are not in this for money. Um, but the truth is, you know, you gotta have money to pay the bills. And so, uh, if you're online, yeah. you're doing a service online, uh, you know, we, we said about, Hey, make it easy for people to watch your streaming video. Well, make it easy for people to give online too. Uh, the people will want to support your ministry. They really do. And so, mm -hmm. uh, we have a platform that enables people to put, you know, a giving link in the actual platform. So there's video and then there's some hyperlinks that you can, can, can use. So, uh, make your giving easy. Uh, you do it Sunday morning, usually, right? You usually make it easy for people to give if they come into your facility. So make it make it easy for people to give online and, and do that. So uh, and then the last point here, we, I've skipped over a couple, but uh, if you're going to do tech stuff, especially streaming video, uh, make sure you've got help available uh, online. And we will be here to help you that our customers know that we're around Sunday mornings for live chat. We're here available seven days a week, but especially live chat Sunday mornings. Michael's on a lot Sunday mornings on live chat. I am too. We will pick up the phone. Uh, we'll pick up the emails. We'll chat with you live at streamingchurch.tv. So whatever service you're using, make sure you've got help available. Because as yeah. we just mentioned at the very beginning, weird things happen. <laughs> you know? Yes, it does. And it's always good to know that somebody's there to try to help you as best they can go through it. You're not alone. So anyhow, so we combined the 10 commandments of streaming video with five things to help your church. If you, if you want to go to those, just go to our blog.streamingchurch.tv and there's a little search thing there that you can type in 10 commandments and you'll see um, we've blogged about it several times. So anyhow, we're out of time here. Michael, thank you for your help today. Always a pleasure. Great topic. And I uh, hope everybody has a fabulous Easter. Yeah, we hope, we hope everybody does. And we hope that this helps you. Uh, we've got resources here, as you know, subscribe to the church solutions podcast, uh, th that way you'll never miss a podcast and, uh, give us a rating if you can. And again, if you need help with any of these things and, and other stuff, uh, just reach out to us support at streamingchurch.tv. Again, Michael Gray, thank you so much for all your help here. Always a pleasure. And thank you folks for listening or watching the church solutions podcast. My name is Phil Thompson. 
Please take care of yourselves and each other and have yourself a great Easter. We'll catch you next time on another episode of the Church Solutions Podcast.